All right, so before we kick off, we've got a sponsor for the podcast this week. Who is uh, it, Jim? It's, uh, it's Trey Bro. You know how it's sometimes difficult to find uh, good people to play with, right? Yeah. You know, it's sort of like a social network for gaming, right? Okay. Um, so you can set up a profile with all the networks you're on, PSN, Steam, whatever, all the games you like, and it connects you with people who have similar interests, similar skill levels. You know, it gives you the opportunity to connect with people who play the same stuff as you are good people to play with so you're no longer at the mercy of the sort of vague matchmaking uh, that goes on within these games automatically. There you go. Because we all know that can be a problem. Yeah. Right? As I say, the app's available on iOS and Android. Check it out. That's Trebro. T-R-E-Y-B-R-O. All right. Hello and welcome to the Video Gamer UK podcast. I am joined today by Alice Bell. Hello. Tom Ory. Hello. And uh, Stephen W. Burns. Hello, Jim. We've got uh, lots of stuff to talk about today. Lots of things. Do we? Lots of things people have done recently. Things we've done recently. Things Burns has done on his own recently. Um, well, not on your own, but, you know, just not with us. Yeah, but this this level of non-specificity is making it sound... Well, we're, we're building up to it. We don't want to okay. give it it's like, it's not. It's like writing Dark Souls guides, isn't it? You don't want to give too much into it. Um, otherwise, there'll be complaints. Um, yeah... And uh, lots of things have come out this week, and we've talked about them in videos and things. First of all, first that comes to mind, Tom, is Ratchet and Clank. The, this game's uh, not out yet, Jim, by the is way. It not? No. All right. Well, it's, okay. it's, well, out you today, played it? It? it's out in America. Uh, oh, okay. Um, but it's a, it's a remake of the PS2 game mm-hmm. um, uh, made to tie in with the film that's coming out. Yeah, I don't know when the film's out, mm. but soon, I mm. assume. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you liked it, Tom, yeah? It's very good. Um, it is, like you said, a remake. Mm-hmm. So it's not a remaster. Mm-hmm. It's not a kind of, here's the original game, but with some better textures or anything like that. It is yeah. a completely new game mm-hmm. that uses a lot of the stuff from the original. So it is, if you've played the first game, you will, lots of it will seem familiar, but it is completely built from scratch. Mm. It's an interesting way of doing it. Do we know anything about the film? Is the film based on the first game? I think so. Well, the way... The game describes this game mm-hmm. as the game based on the film based on the game. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, that's it's, it's it's like when they make movies out of musicals that were based on movies. Yeah. It? It's, it's, it's getting a bit meta. Um, yeah, I've never played a Ratchet and Clank game. Um, that whole thing completely passed. I think you'll probably so. really like this, then, Jim. I think I, I would. Think enjoy people it. that haven't played Ratchet and Clank games will like this a lot more. Mm. Like people that really like the series will like this. It's a very good game, and yeah. it does a lot of the stuff that you like from other Ratchet and Clank games, and changes original enough to make it feel new. Mm. But if you've never played one before, everything will feel like a new experience, and yeah. the, even just the fact that it is a three D platformer shooter yeah. is quite cool if you've never played one before, with some puzzling bits as well. Mm. That sounds good. I mean, from what from looking at the footage when we were putting the video together. I did find myself wanting to play it, and it's it's apparently quite cheap as well for especially for a digital release. It's, well, it's thirty pounds yeah. as a as on the PlayStation Store. Yeah, but I'm sure it's cheaper than that already if you buy it from like an actual online retailer yeah. and get it sent in the post. I I really want to play it because um it was like the original Ratchet and Clank was one of the first games I played on PS2. Mm. I played it a lot with my little brother, and you know, yeah, fourteen years ago, yeah, that yeah. came out. Fourteen years. Yeah, I would have been twelve, lads. <laughs> I was like twenty. I like contextualizing my age. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, 
It uh, makes me feel very mortal. Um, but yeah, uh, no, Ratchet and Clank looks very good, and like the um, the, the general kind of the, the design of it. The uh, I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't really think of this as something that kind of shows off the capability of the of the console because mm. it's not naturalistic or anything. It's very cartoony, but it really does. It does look very nice. All their games, um, meaning some all their games apart from Resistance Two, mm. which I thought looked terrible. Um, <laughs> All their games generally look really good on uh, PS3. Mm. Ratchet and Clank games, even back then, people say, "Oh, it looks like a Pixar movie." Yeah, yeah. Um, it's so good. This does look very nice. It's one of the one of the better looking PS4 games, mm-hmm. um, unless you really hate like animated film style mm. graphics, I guess. Um, but it does. It looks lovely. There's, there's quite a lot of cutscenes that I think are taken from the film. So yeah, if you see that. those and you think, wow, it looks like a film, that's yeah. because you are watching it <laughs> from the film. There are some stuff that's in-engine, like obviously in-engine cutscenes as well. Like yeah. Enter the Matrix. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Oh, dear. Let's not go down that. Didn't mind Talk, it. Talking, talking <clears throat> about the Matrix. Thought it was all right. Games that looked like films at the time. I remember, remember uh, Final Flight of the Osiris. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the the like the really it was done by the same people who did the Final Fantasy movie. Yeah, and it was like it was just the most fucking incredible CG animation anyone had ever. Oh, seen. Oh, when that woman gets her clothes cut off. Yeah, yeah. yeah cheers, it's, the two thousands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it looked incredible at the time. It looks a bit shitty now but um i remember when mass effect came out that, yeah that, a lot of people were making that comparison it's like oh it looks like it looks like like matrix animation it looks <laughs> gorgeous and then you play mass effect now and all its fucking xbox 360 the original mass, original mass effect is really ugly <laughs> bio bioware haven't had any new like models for the, the animation models for their their characters for fucking years yeah, like you yeah. can you can literally like you can cut compare animation models from like yeah a, um, an original Mass Effect character to like Dragon Age Inquisition, and they they have not got any got that, best, that same kind of little best example little of that. Run. Not not a um, Bioware game, but in Fallout Four, mm. unless this was like a trick played on me in a YouTube video, <laughs> the guy that comes to your door right at the beginning with his clipboard, yeah, he once he's done with it, he puts it on his back like as a shield from Skyrim. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that happens. <laughs> Would not surprise me. Oh come on, that can't be true. Really? Well, I've uh, I've heard this as well. Mm. Yeah. But it's 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 Bioware. You, you can know, you very... can see like when you play Fallout games and the Elder Scrolls games, you can see like wherever possible they've they've used the same assets. Oh yeah. Um, constantly, like there's there's like there's like a pressure pad to set off mines that's exactly the same in both, and there's like textures and bits of foliage and whatever, and you're like fuck, I see that tree um but you know only if you're a saddle really um i guess it means we get games sooner than every 10 years well exactly i mean the development cycle and those things is usually mm. but i found like in in real life like watching like because i've watched a lot of shitty reality tv mm-hmm. and they use a lot of audio assets that games use as well so like the door opening creek oh it's, like... all, it's all from the same fucking library yeah yeah. Mm. yeah same with the music the Kevin McLeod music that everyone uses. It's great. I want to know if Burns has ever played Ratchet and Clank. Nope. No. Well, there you go. <laughs> do, you, do you have any wish to play Ratchet and Clank? No, PSM2 used to love the Ratchet and Clank games. And then uh, there was also this kind of like semi-rivalry between Jack and Daxter and, and Ratchet and Clank. And, mm. and people would fall into various camps. And was it Jack 2? 
Everyone's like, oh, it's just like Vice City. Mm-hmm. You're like, mm, okay. And they're like, ha, Ratchet and Clank's for children. I can fly around now in, in Jack too. Like, what? Ratchet like, and Clank is much better than Jack and Daxter, in my opinion. Well, listen, I haven't played any of them because at that time I was playing real like adult stuff when I, like mm. proper, like, you know, like true crime streets of LA. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the author mentioned Enter the Matrix. Yeah. Which I thought was okay. I mean, it was terrible, <laughs> but I still, I still liked a lot of it. Yeah, I like the bit with the sword. Sort of like the Matrix franchise in total, really. I yeah, because that that I a mean, third of it's really good. Year, years <laughs> later, like it's almost well, it's, it's coming up for twenty years now. What sixteen years since since uh, the the original? I Matrix saw the original film. Matrix on the evening before my stats exam, GCSE. Yeah, that's how long ago that was. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I think I missed the boat in the Matrix initially. I never saw it in the cinema. I only saw it on DVD yeah, afterwards. Me too. Uh, I don't know how that happened. Yeah, it was like the biggest fucking movie of all time. No, but it wasn't though because they buried it. Yeah. They buried it. Yeah, but you lot, you two, would probably been a bit too young to sit at the cinema, wouldn't you? Because uh, I was, I was, 15. I was sixteen, fifteen, sixteen. No, I'd have been fourteen 16. actually, so I probably wouldn't yeah. have even been allowed in. Yeah. I was, I was nine, but we did have mm. it on VHS. I remember that. Mm. Mm. It's one of the first DVDs like, I own. That was we had was the a, first one I owned. We had a special VHS case that was like a like not a plasticky opening one. It was like a special edition. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I love, what I loved about the Matrix is when people like it's not talking about the ones afterwards, but when people talked about like yeah, it really makes you think. And it's like it's not that complicated. It's just Plato's Cave, it, mate. It's, <laughs> it's it's a weird. Uh, one of those weird kind of cultural moments. Like when fucking, um, like when the sequels came out and people were just like, oh, it's so, con- it's so confusing. It's like, it's not confusing. It's just too fucking verbose and it's pompous and it's got ideas above well, its the, the, Batman this, But there's Superman. nothing about it that's complicated. The sequels weren't good because they didn't have any old philosoph- philosophical theories to Nick anymore. They'd done Plato's Cape and they're like, shit. We've it got was, to come up with something. It was <laughs> also the, the kind of age where I noticed that nobody listens to dialogue anymore. Because when uh, when the, the the last film came out, one question people kept asking was, "But what happens to all the people that are still in the Matrix?" And it's like they literally addressed that right at the end of the film. <laughs> like, <laughs> the architect said what would happen. But who in the he fucking like I know it was shit, but he did say to be fair anyway. Um, why are we talking about the Matrix? Because Ratchet and Clank is yeah. so a Clank. good game. Ratchet and Clank is like yeah. the Matrix. There we go. So Swerved Ratchet off. and Clank is better than the Matrix, is that? No. Uh, I think it's better than Jack two-thirds of the Matrix and Jack and Daxter, <laughs> the series. Um, what was the other one? The, the uh, There was like three kind of franchises. Uh, so there's Jack and Daxter, there's Ratchet and Clank. There was that other one, like the Cat Burglar or Raccoon Burglar or some shit. Sly. 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 Those games are a bit different. Yeah. I don't think they quite... They don't similar f- sort of era. Similar. Sim- yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, that's all, this is also better than that as well. <laughs> What's, um, right. Banjo-Kazooie? Hmm. That? That's tricky now. Banjo-Kazooie's more of a traditional platformer, I'd say. Yeah, okay. So, mm. I don't know. It's hard, to, it's hard to say directly if one's better than the other. Hmm. Yeah, it's all bollocks anyway. <laughs> um, Alice, you've been playing Overwatch. Yeah, I went to... A also not out on... this week, Jim, by the way. Not out this week, no. But um, People are playing it in the beta, though. Mm. People, loads of people lo- are loads playing people it. Are playing it. I keep hearing about it, and I just think it's one of those games that people are going to bang on about, like Hearthstone forever, and I'll just go, yeah, and then never ask any questions about <laughs> it. You just shrug your shoulders and go back to Pez. Exactly. Like, yeah. the, the greatest game's already been made. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking card game, you're joking. 
Anyway, what's this game? Overwatch. Overwatch, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's been in a closed beta for quite a while now. And then it's it's got an mm. open beta at the start of next month from mm. the 5th to the 9th, I believe. Oh dear. Um, so a lot of people will p- play the game before it's actually out. Um, but I got to play a couple of hours with it in a room full of other games journalists. Um and it was fun. I really liked it. Who you roundly trounced, I hear. As well, well, our team so. won every match we were in, but yeah. I think that's just because we were against other games journalists. Was there any evidence mm. that you were responsible for winning or not? No. No. Although, well, I mean, depending on how you look at it, because every it, when I was doing the capture, everyone else on my team changed their name to Alice. Mm. Because it was hilarious. That sounds humorous. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so then it does look like I was like player of you know player of the match you've just which got I'm like not six dispute. pads in yeah, front okay. of um, um, but yeah it looks uh, I mean for I mean Blizzard uh, obviously carry with them a massive yeah. uh, reputation for quality and uh, you know for, for, for good design for yeah, so, good yeah. decisions so Blizzard were like let's make a team shooter yeah. and they made a team shooter it's a crowded genre but I mean because yeah. it's got that name behind it yeah exactly people, uh, and Team Fortress 2 is getting a bit long in the tooth now. Oh, it so, really is, yeah. And yeah. it's they just like, have grab some more hats like yeah. every year. Yeah, yeah. I think that's probably dying a death. I yeah, because I play I played TF2 a lot mm. when I was in my twenties. Uh, well, I'm still in my twenties, my early twenties. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, this it did give me that sort of it gave me that feeling, but you know, kind of a for the new gen. Mm. And it's very it's brightly coloured and it's nice and it's fun and it's it's got a lot of characters. There are 21 characters. To choose from. Why is the title so bad? No. What is an Overwatch? Oh, it's like there was. So it's set. They like the Avengers. Yeah, sort of. I guess mm-hmm. it was. It's set in the near future, and there was some sort of event, and Overwatch it's stopped rubbish. the event. I it's think. rubbish. You might as well call it Five Mics. Well, you know, yeah. It just reminds me of fucking shite Call of Duty pattern. Well, uh, <laughs> tank, tango down. Call it that. Call it five mics, tango down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Overwatch. Well, Jim made the point that you don't like. Why? Why bother? You don't need a plot for it. Call for it a, cartoon for a gun like. piss. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> uh, um, no, the, we we've done a, a video that went up, uh, and the time of recording it went up today. Yes. Um, so, and you've uh, you've done a written preview on the website as well. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, we we we, we talked about. Uh, a lot about how the the amount of characters and the the, the classes and subclasses within those mm. characters um, could not hurt it, but maybe result in a situation where the game is not played in the way Blizzard intended. Yeah, that play. would be my my assumption. Yeah, because it does the game like it does in in your loadout screen where you're all picking characters and that. It'll sometimes say like, "Oh, no sniper on the team" and stuff. Mm. Um, on the assumption that someone will then change to a sniper, but a lot of the time you don't need, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, from looking at the footage as well, because I'm I'm, I'm essentially an old man. Yeah. Um, I, it just looked like a mess, and <laughs> I didn't understand what was going on. I I'm really like, like, I found it really fun. I, based on the two hours I had with it, I would get it. Mm. I would pay for this game. Have you played Battleborn? I have not. And this people like so. This is. Gearbox's version of mm-hmm. a team shoot, but it also looks like a MOBA as well. I think Battleborn seems to be more MOBA-like. Yeah. Also, I think possibly has even more characters. It's a first-person MOBA. Overwatch does. Doesn't Battleborn have fifteen? I'm sure I read I don't know. fifteen somewhere. For some reason, I thought it was even more than mm. twenty-one, whatever it was. Yeah. I played it. It wasn't that great. I think it oh, looks. Okay. I think it looks yeah. slightly more interesting in terms of the visuals. I know they're quite similar, mm. but I think it has a, a well, slightly g- more appealing look than Overwatch g- does. I like Battleborn's doing the self-shaded thing again, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think 
Overwatch looked really nice because it's a Blizzard game, isn't it? They don't make yeah. stuff that looks yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh. Okay, yeah. What's Battleborn like, Burns? Well, I played it at E3 and there were loads of us in these banks of PCs. It was on the show floor, so even with headphones, I couldn't hear. I think a we can predict thing. what's about to be said. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it looked good. It was a, it was a nice looking game, mm. yeah, very clean looking, as mm. you said. Uh, but it was it was very dull, yeah. and I can't say for certain whether that's because no one was talking to each other, because <laughs> it was just a bunch of random journalists and other assholes sitting next to each other. But even so, it uh, it funnels you into into teamwork. Mm. But it just didn't, didn't seem the, the gunplay was just okay. Mm. The melee stuff, of which there was loads, wasn't very satisfying. And it kept on throwing these objectives out like, now go and turn this on, and then the wave of enemy comes in, and mm. then turn this off. And then and it just, it looked nice, but it didn't seem very inspired, and none of it really stood out, despite the fact it had all hit a very clear base level of competency. There you go, fuckers. There you go. How about that? <laughs> Base level of competency, but otherwise unremarkable. Yeah. It sounds like I mean, Pez. I mean, it sums, up, it sums up a lot of Gearbox's output, really. Outpop? It? Uh, yeah. It, uh, I mean, Gearbox seemed to veer between I think com- Borderlands. competence and Borderlands 2 is a very good game. Yeah, yeah. I disagree. I um, really like Borderlands 2. Okay. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Let's move on. Um, Burns. You've yep. been playing a lot of Pez. Yeah. Says here, as, mm-hmm. as, Always. As usual. Uh, you've also been playing Enter the Gungeon. I did play Enter the Gungeon, yeah. yes. Is that any good? Is that, That's all right. I, mean, That's I all think right. Did Jim, Jim Sterling liked it as well, didn't he? Did he? I, I think have so. not been uh, caught up with uh, yeah, yeah. his opinion on it. You know what? It's uh, A lot of players will bounce off of it, to use that phrase. To begin with, it is not... I wouldn't say it was really, really tough... But uh, it holds back a lot of the stuff which make it a lot more appealing until later on. Mm. So it's a, it's a twin stick rogue-like light. Mm-hmm. So With slow reloading. Uh, the reloading is very <laughs> slow. There are four main characters. Uh, each of them is a different, I wouldn't say class really, but they have different starting weapons and buffs. And you go into the gungeon. Uh, and Which is uh, what, a dungeon full of guns? Yeah. They're like bullets that fire bullets and sentient grenades that roll towards you and uh, it's all generated uh, as you go in. So a series okay. of maybe like six or eight rooms pieced together with little tunnels. Mm-hmm. And then there's always a merchant and there's always a boss. And then the rest of it just gets popped in, depending on how long you've played for and you know how good you are, or how good the game thinks you are at the game. You've got to descend the floor. So you go around, you shoot stuff, and then you go, okay, I'm out. And then you uh, you do a boss, and if you beat the boss, you go down. If you die, you go straight back up to the uh, the breach, which is at the top level of the gungeon. And then you moan that you know your gun takes too long to reload. <laughs> and uh, there are things the thing is about the game is it is really quite enjoyable when you get into this kind of flow state when you're you know diving around and get invincibility frames for your dodge roll, and the developers call dodge roll. You dive around, you know it's a bit bullet helly. There's loads of uh, projectiles on screen. You got to weave your way through. Boss design's fairly cool. Game looks really nice. Mm. Lots going on. So if you're in a library and bullets miss you, books will fly out. You can flip tables. You know, it's got a lot of you know kineticism. Oh, wink. Um, <laughs> uh, and and all of that. But a lot is built upon the weapons that you wield. And a lot of them, there are dozens and dozens of them. But a lot of them don't really feel satisfying to use. And then in the Co-op mode. There's no online co-op. So you... I like deliberately dying when I played it with Burns mm. so that yeah. I could become the ghost. Yeah, you become a ghost then you can absorb 
bullets that are mm. fired at the main player. Mm-hmm. And it very much is player one is the main player because you, the second player doesn't get to choose any of the other characters. I'm pretty they, sure it's weaker. Yeah, takes, they're just like just a, dies very quickly. a wizard or a ghost. Mm. And essentially you're like you're playing as tails. And no one wants to play as tails, mm. do they? Really. <laughs> but there, there's really good stuff. And then after a while, once you unlock the merchant who's then at the breach mm. and then you can put stuff into the like the loot pile so it may pop up later on mm. it, it does get better and you can open up a different or you find a man who will change the lift down so you can go down two floors rather than having to fight your way down so you know it does get better after like a couple of hours but at the same time i always felt a bit underpowered i never felt like i was having a lot of fun with most of the weapons and it, it was just a constant stream of disappointment when i opened a chest and like a fucking <laughs> Uh, pillowcase came out and he's like the pillowcase fires bits of pillow You're like oh, man I just want a gun <laughs> the super soak is good though mm? stream of water pushes people into pits and that Yeah, oh, but yeah okay. worth checking out if you're into if you're into that kind of you know twin stick stuff but I didn't love it but I didn't hey, I didn't think it was shy yeah. well I mean I saw you playing it and I saw you kind of a, a, a few points seemed to be getting really into it mm. and I was quite surprised at that because it, I mean no disrespect to it at all um, but and this is this is entirely a comment about you rather than the game but it looks exactly like the kind of thing that you would dismiss as shite for our souls and, I think I gave uh, it all seven of its right. points <laughs> because the role is almost identical and I mean identical mm. to the role in the true lies uh, game which came out on Mega Drive and SNES <laughs> and I remember playing that a lot as a kid it is identical and I remember, so every time I hit the you know the roll button I was like oh man it's just like nostalgia it's like a little morphine pump like just keep it coming what is this yeah so I'm starting to fondly remember the past exactly <laughs> never, I've never felt this way before uh, so, taking a blow to the head yeah, yeah. but yeah so worth picking up if you if you like that sort of thing is it worse or better than The Binding of Isaac I've not played it no, right, okay. It's probably probably wasn't a good question to ask. No. no. Jim, um, can I briefly talk about another game? Yeah, sure. Because I don't think I've been on the podcast properly uh, for I a couple mean, of weeks. You, you literally are in charge of the yeah. company. <laughs> <laughs> Do whatever the fuck you it's want. Like, it's like a Vince McMahon style. Like, I don't <laughs> want to just demand. I thought I'd be polite. Um, Quantum Break on the mm. Xbox One. Mm. I haven't played the PC version. No one has. Um, <laughs> but apparently it's a bit broken. Anyway, Quantum Break is a very good game. I think a lot of people have not seen that is a very good game. Went to number one. I know, but I think it's been it's typical Xbox One exclusive game that gets a bit of negative press mm. because it's on an Xbox One. Yeah. I think it's an amazing looking game. <laughs> Dan's smiling and nodding yeah. to himself. Um, <laughs> he's just giving it the big one on Twitter about it and Jack Jack and my man, the game. Yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> I think it's a it's for like an action game, yeah. it it feels very different to your average shooter because the time mechanics are really cool Mm -hmm. and the look of it is so interesting Mm. that it feels like you're playing something a bit new even though it is a third person shooter Mm -hmm. um i think a lot of people will enjoy it a lot i imagine it's going to be reduced in price quite quickly because xbox one exclusive generally do uh drop in price quite quite fast i think if you have an xbox definitely buy this um because hopefully they can make another game like remedy make I think some of the best games like around pretty much. Alan Wake was excellent. This is excellent. Um, yeah. Obviously, Max Payne, excellent. So hopefully it, it does well. I know it charted at number one in the UK. I don't know what that means because you can often chart number one without doing tons of sales. Mm. Um, but I think it does deserve to do well. It's a very, very entertaining game. It's not, it's not the 
amazing, 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 brilliant nine out of 10, 10 out of 10 experience that some people seem to think you must have for it to be an exclusive for a platform. Mm -hmm. It's a very solid eight, but that is good enough. It does look interesting. Does, uh, the, the TV stuff, Mm. Which was, which as we know, was sort of massively kind of cut down over the course of development, or at least I think, I think that's. I don't know if they the cut it down or whether Microsoft, because it sounded like at one point TV stuff was going to be a big part of games it's, generally it across like Xbox. It was going to be like part. This game in particular was going to be like part video game and part like an entire box set, <laughs> like a season of a TV show, mm. and then you know the game comes out and it's like four twenty-minute cutscenes. Yeah, it's about eighty odd minutes overall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, is that stuff like any and like from the from the perspective of um, and I know I know you've touched on this before, but is does does that stuff hold up with genre television or I mean is it is it, well, is it a misstep? Would it have been better if they'd just done it in engine like any other game? I would think have? it'd have been less interesting mm. if they'd done it in engine, but I don't think it's it's not high. Well, I don't watch much sci-fi, Jim, but right. it feels like it feels like. If it had been, if this had been like a something that someone had made for YouTube, mm. and it'd been like I've done a fan project, this fan movie, mm. and it looked like this, people have been going crazy about it, like it's the best fan movie they've ever seen. Mm. Like you know when they did that Mortal Kombat little video years ago, yeah, yeah. and it was like, a, and people thought they were going to make a TV series or something. I can't remember what happened, and it looked kind of cool, and people got really excited about it. Similar with this, but the problem is it's not a fan project. It is a proper, <laughs> I assume, quite high budget for what it is. Yeah. Um, and it's not terrible by any means, but it doesn't look like a TV program. It looks like a made-for-YouTube fan movie. I know what you mean. Like, I, I, the grading and stuff of it, yeah. and, and the way it's like, it looks like it's been shot on DSLRs, and it's mm. like, it looks like it's, it, it's got the look of it of something that has been shot and made competently, but just not with the money behind yeah. it and there's, there's a lot of because it's quite interesting in that the game you play as um uh jack who's the main character and mm. it focuses on him uh trying to save the world essentially from time um <laughs> which is silly in that's, itself isn't that that is the idea that, that is the Burns entire mission isn't it yeah um <laughs> i walked into the the studio and like tom had just finished playing it and dave who had also finished it was sat there and they were trying to work out what had actually happened yeah. in the plot thing, thing is, there's he, some, like discussing it, it, with it each ends other. i won't say what happens but it ends in a way where <laughs> stuff because it's all about time traveling and think and that whole idea stuff happens that you can't quite get your head around that easily. Plus, me and Dave both had slightly different things happen, so we're trying to work out how that fits together in terms of how they do what's going to happen next if there is another game, etc. Mm -hmm. um, but the TV show stuff, the live-action stuff, is all based around Monarch, which is the, the bad company that mm -hmm. um, the villain runs, essentially. Mm -hmm. So you get kind of like a behind-the-scenes of Monarch in the TV show, which you don't get in the game because it's just Jack fighting the bad guys essentially. Yeah, yeah. So it is yeah. kind of interesting that you get that different look at what's going on. And I think you do have to have both. Like if you just skip to those bits, you'd miss out on what's I'm going gonna on. Skip all of it when I play. Um, I mean, you'd still have a fun, the shooting is still enjoyable, but to get an idea of what's going on, you do need to watch the, the episode, which the first episode I thought was quite bad. And then whether it was just me adjusting to it or not, it got a bit better when they just talk to each other for like, like as if they're just like water cooler chat. Mm. It's a bit, why is this even here? But there's some decent action bits. It looks a bit ropey though. Like there's some, 
there's one bit in the first episode where um, the main villain is stood at a window mm-hmm. and this bird freezes in time. And it's like, it looks like like something that you did like a school project and stuck a bit of paper on the screen or something. <laughs> it looks it looks ropey yeah. at points. Yeah. Um but it's still somehow enjoyable. I think it's because it's kind of novel. Like we kind of haven't had this yeah. I know like see like film sequences was something that were in like PC games like the first time I bought a PC. <laughs> but it's like now it feels a bit different and it's so it's done it's really done well but also not well enough yeah it's these, these things always seem to like be, manage to pull in great casts like for something like ripper that fucking point and click christopher game. walken and christopher walken um you put money in it money there was there was a terrible kind of x-files game that was all fmb and um L.A. Noir was all like the entire cast of Mad Men. Yep. Right? Yeah, pretty much the entire cast of Mad Men. And this has got your man from Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's yeah. got your man from The Wire. It's got uh, it's got your man from Lost. Fringe that, Man. Uh, that Hobbit. It's got Fringe yeah. Man. Yeah. Plus, it's yeah. also got. This is the worst bit of casting. There's a like an IT hacker man who works for Monarch. Yeah. And he is the son from Prison Break. If you've right. watched Prison Break, yes, I have. Yeah. And yeah. I could, I knew who I could see. Who is this man? I know who it is. Mm-hmm. But he's got like. I, I maybe I shouldn't be saying this bad facial hair mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and it looks really weird because he's like the boy from prison break yeah but with facial hair and it's like mm, it, I know <laughs> and I didn't realize who it was for ages and I thought oh, but you say bad casting it sounds like you're having a go at someone for aging <laughs> yeah but in my head he is the boy like his fault for getting that role in prison break isn't it um, I love prison break because it's like they did one season I'm sorry, but spoilers, at the end of which he breaks they get out, out of the prison, fucking prison. Yeah. And then they come back for season two and go, shit, what do we do now? Mm. So then they just kind of fire about. And then, then they break into And then prison. by season three, they go, right, I tell you what, lads, you got to go prisons. back to brass tacks here. Let's put them back <laughs> in a prison. But it's a worse prison. But a worse one. Isn't it a Mexican prison? You know they're doing a new series, Jim. Six South American. Fuck, really? And you know what's happening? No. The brother is in prison. Right. And then they go break Miller. him out. No, oh, the, so the other brother, the, right. the bigger, bulkier one. The big, bulky brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apparently they're doing another one. Yeah. They're both in Legends of Tomorrow at the moment. Um, they probably thought, quick, make us do anything but this. <laughs> so they signed up to another season yeah. of Prison Break. They, it seems like they're relishing the roles in, in, the, in the Arrowverse. Yeah, um, that's their job though, isn't it? <laughs> um, I, I love the Arrowverse, but I'm not allowed to talk about it because Tom banned me from talking about mm. it. Um, yeah, I, I, I do want to play Quantum Break. It looks like a very interesting experiment. A lot of Remedy games are really interesting experiments with kind of games kind of uh, wrapped around them, I guess. It right? looks so. amazing. I'm not sure I've stressed that enough. Mm. Even though it's on an Xbox, which isn't as good, good as a PS4 right, or whatever, it, it looks amazing. And people are going, it doesn't look as good as Uncharted 4, but it does so many cool things that make it, I think it looks more interesting than Uncharted 4 does, even if it doesn't look technically as impressive. There's so much cool stuff going on, effects all over the place. The time stuff makes all the objects in the environment like smash up and move around and stuff. It looks really cool. Yeah. There so you if you've got an Xbox, get Quantum Break. Or a PC if it ever gets fixed. Well, I mean, yeah. it looks like one of those games that I'd like to play, but sort of not like pay full price for. I think. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna, that is most games. I'm not going to pay for it. 
Um, I said full price. So I, didn't, I didn't outright say <laughs> you, I was going to steal you're it. Not, you're not going to do the burns of going, I'm just going to pirate it, innit? I love piracy. No, yeah, Steam so Press account. Yeah, yeah piracy is amazing. There <laughs> oh you go. My God. That's there you not go. true. We're Have that. Distancing, distancing Have ourselves that. from those comments. Uh, what else have I got down here Hardcore Henry we're going to do a Patreon video about this this week Burns but I wanted to talk about it briefly because Mm -hmm. it is video games the movie Um, we saw it on Sunday night not me and Burns but me and someone else and uh, it's incredible Um, if you're wondering what I'm talking about incredible is in good no. no. Um, if uh, if anyone's <laughs> wondering what I'm talking about, you might have seen a film trailer that that, that got a lot of shares on social media of a first person uh, action movie. Um, this uh, isn't like a crowdfunded film, is it? Or is it? No. Well, it looks like it should be. There's lot. There was lots of logos at the start of it, so I think they had to pull a lot of money in from a lot of places. Mm. Um, yeah, hardcore Henry, have and, a Pepsi and recharge yourself, <laughs> etc. This is not. Uh, meant to insinuate anything whatsoever but in terms of where the money came from i don't know where the money to make this film came from but it's also russian so let's just move on what are you saying i'm not saying anything um but uh no it's great it's uh it's it's i wouldn't go as far as to say it's so bad it's good but it's we had a lot of fun watching it because it's so bad um and there's like (laughs) there's the temptation to to think well because it's first person it's it's like a video game um but it goes so far beyond that to like it's so full of video game tropes it's unbelievable like even sort of um i mean being vague here obviously not just in case anyone's worried about spoilers <laughs> for this fucking turd um but there's like you know there's instances where essentially the same fucking actor is used to play a number of different roles so it's like it's like you know it's like using the same character model uh your man shelter copley's in it isn't he yes he yeah. is yeah he's he's got quite a big role fucking in it. dreadful actor um, dreadful. what are you and, talking about uh, have you seen the old boy remake it's, which i didn't think was anywhere near as bad as people were making out he that is the worst performance up until jesse eisenberg it's fucking and it's much worse much worse than that actually no to be fair he is terrible in maleficent as well yeah that's the casting is awful that's um but yeah there's even stuff like uh you know there's a bit where he's scaling a wall and there's that moment that's in every uncharted game and like you know every tomb raider game where you get up onto a ledge and a bit of it breaks off Mm. and you have to you have to hit X or whatever. So, and like, I swear to God, I almost saw the prompt come up in my head. Like, <laughs> fuck me. Um, there, there, there's bits where he has to jump up floating platforms and stuff like that. Again, not oh going to give the context for that, but it is. It, and I, I remember, and it kind of annoyed me because I remember I read an interview with the director who was asked about the whole video game connection, and the guy was like, "Well, obviously." There's a bit of cultural crossover. We do play video games. Everyone plays video games, but um, but that's not that's not the point of the film. It's not meant to be any kind of statement about video games or any kind of attempt to do video games as a movie. And I'm sitting there going, "Are you fucking joking?" <laughs> like, there's an end boss. Like, it's <laughs> obvious lies. It's um, yeah, it it, it it is video games the movie, and I couldn't figure out until I read that interview whether or not it was actually actively satirizing bad video games where if that was the stated intent it would be a very fucking successful film in terms of (laughs) or if it was just if it's just straight for cunts um which turns out to be the latter but i think it's worth seeing i i I do it's a lot what 
what you this is a conflicting message I think it's worth saying... You're saying people should go and pay money to people, see... People should go and... No, no. If you've got like a Cineworld card or something, I wouldn't pay like a tenner to see it. But, you know, maybe when it comes out, and when it's it will be on Netflix within a fucking month. When <laughs> when it's on like streaming, when you've got an opportunity to watch it, I wouldn't pay a tenner to go and see it. But if you've got but a you few did, friends... Jim. if you No, I didn't. I've got a Cineworld card. Oh. If you, if you pay... It's the, a bit flat. That's worse than the Steam Press account, mate. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. I fucking pay for the Cine World card. Yeah, you I, just, pa- you I just... pay for the Steam Press account what? and all the haters. What with your time? <laughs> and walking down the street with, with Steam Press account with t-shirt your, with your life energy. Exactly. And, 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 yeah, um, but when you watch it, you know, watch it with the buddy because it, it is hilarious. It's fucking. It's hilarious. It's very unintentionally hilarious. A buddy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Who uses like, the like term a buddy? Fr- <laughs> it's just just a synonym for friend. I, yeah. I don't understand what the, <laughs> what the problem is there. Um, but I, I, I you know, it, again, oddly, like Batman versus Superman, I thought it was utter dog shit, but I loved every second. Uh, and I didn't get any motion sickness because I know that's a worry for a lot of people mm. who, who don't want to see it. I didn't get any motion sickness. If you don't like so. games, though, so you don't, you really, you never played a game, do you think it's going to be better or just appalling i think you still find the same things funny that i do right. i don't think i don't think you need to necessarily be into video games to get it because it's 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 not that fucking mm. it's not that complicated you know but all the all the humor i found in it was just in how terrible the performances are how 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 many how how many sort of cliched tropes were being thrown around with abandon um there's some incredible action in it though there there really is some really well choreographed stuff in there um stuff that you think how did they do this without killing the actor wearing the cameras essentially (laughs) because like there's a lot of really insane stuff that happens um and 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 that that side of it is worth going for as well i think if they if they cut together just those sequences or just release them on their own it would be amazing um as a friend said to me recently, it, it sounds like the kind of idea that would be an amazing music video, um, but not a 90-minute film, which I think is fair. But I think The Prodigy basically made that music video oh, 20 yeah, yeah, years yeah. ago. So, uh, But yeah, no, it's very good. It's did very, they make it or did someone else make it? It's very good, but it is terrible dog shit and, and should never have <laughs> Did happened. they direct it? Did Keith Was Keith directing it? I would not be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I would. And then just forgets he's done it. <laughs> Turns up at the Brits, somehow wins a Brit award. <laughs> we haven't even done anything this year. That was the best Brit acceptance speech of all time. Anyway, uh, is there anything else anyone else wants to talk about before we move on? Yeah, I want to talk about people falling off stages. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. This is in my notes as well. Burns went to the BAFTA. It's not really, you know, it could have been the GMAs, it could have been anything. Mm. Someone was like, oh, this is a humble brag. It's like, what, for going to the BAFTAs? Like, anyone can go. Literally anyone can go to those things. Mm. It's not like the fucking... If you've got connections or £500. No. There is a barrier for entry. No, you can buy... Yeah, you can buy tickets You can buy public tickets. They allow you to go to Rest and then go to the BAFTAs. Now, shut the fuck up, everyone. So, yeah, I'm watching it. I'm like, you know what? You can't drink during the ceremony. And the ceremony goes on for months. Like, yeah, you're like, oh, and it was kind of funny. Dara Breen was there, and he was he was good. He knows video games. He uh, he was funny. I was like, this is kind of just like coming to a weird video game themed stand up, you know, comedy yeah, night. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, and I was thinking, my uh, you know, Fallout Four won best game, and uh, I think I just looked incredibly shocked. 
So, you know, if there's, <laughs> if there's a shot of me, like, gasping, like, properly, like, what? Where the fuck did that come from? It's, it's almost like they had to outdo the ridiculous decision to make Destiny best yeah. game last year. Yeah, and that happened. And then as the man who gave a, you know, a very, um, from Bethesda, gave a very nice speech and he thanked everyone, you know, he is uh, very effusive in his praise for everyone. I think to myself, you know what? No one's fallen off the stage this year. This is a mirror. And then bang, off he went. And I, <laughs> and I just caught, people were, because it had finished, or the, that part of it finished, people were just turning around in their seats and chatting to each other. And I just saw it because it was a bit more central than the other people. Oh, I was appalled. I just, there will be a shot of me like like a Victorian mother basically going <gasps> when their kids and husbands run back yeah, in yeah. and they fucked everything up. Yeah. Uh, just Gas- sh- gasping into a monogrammed handkerchief. Yeah, it was yeah. it was appalling and the noise that it makes <laughs> just crunch. Some people think that Burns was talking shite. By the way, when when Burns wrote this piece about people falling off the stage at the game baftas, yeah. and I would just like to point out that. When me and you went the year previously, it happened multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> we were sitting like about five feet away from the bit of the stage that people kept falling off. Because it's like a catwalk. Yeah. Burns isn't lying. This happens yeah. with, with alarming ba- regularity. BAFTA aren't doing me any favours by cutting it all out. Mm. But yeah, someone, I wrote this little, uh, like, kind of not entirely serious piece about BAFTA trying to kill game not, developers. Not entirely serious. <laughs> and then someone's like, it's just games people the stage is the same so have you seen the stage of the real BAFTAs firstly the real BAFTAs does not take place in <laughs> the, where the games BAFTAs are secondly the stage is like a football stadium like you don't you don't think Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio is going to be trusted to walk up accept a BAFTA and then know where he's going afterwards do you what if he fell off dead he'd sue and it's the, <laughs> the floor manager before they start before it's, you know it goes on to Twitch or whatever comes out and goes Right, okay, so if you're a winner, you come up here, you walk this way, blah, blah, please don't fall off the stage. I'm like, that's your fucking job. Like two, like three people in two years, next year, I mm. bet it's the same. If someone falls off, they'll die. Was That'll it, be it. Was, isn't it four people? I'm sure it was three last was time. Was it? Yeah, I did, yeah. Well, I was just, I think I, did, I, I think remember, I was so tuned out of it by it the ha- end. it happening a lot. Like it was, it was more than twice. Yeah, but was... twice in two years, the best game winner <laughs> yeah. has gone off the stage. <laughs> the destiny. T- <laughs> yeah. Probably willed off the stage by everyone else in the room. <laughs> but someone started laughing from the nominee section. And they, because it was quiet for about a second. There was a little gasp. I was yeah. back in my seat. <laughs> And then someone just went, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and it went on and on. And it was over to the right where most of the nominees were sitting. <laughs> so I bet, you know, it's probably the guys from The Witcher who yeah. got mugged off to the absolute max. Oh my God. There is, there is no justice in the, like, Witcher 3 not winning that, but Fallout 4 winning that. I, I like Fallout there, 4, there Jim. Is, there is no justice. I don't think Fallout Witcher 3 won my second anything. favourite game of last year. I love Fallout 4, but there's no way it was anywhere near Says approaching. Says you, Jim. It was anywhere near approaching the best game of last year. Well, I not think in a it year where Witcher it. Three came out. Witcher Three or, or Bloodborne. Is, Witcher Three isn't a very good game. Witcher Three is no, a much better game not. than Fallout Four. Bloodborne wins best game design, but not best game. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Wait, hold on, what's happening here? And then they had all these awards, which were like the the AMD whatever shitmuncher award, blah blah. blah. <laughs> and it's just like, it, but the award itself was completely different from a BAFTA. So you're like, yeah, I've won a BAFTA. Can I see it? And it's just like a really ugly fucking... Oh, oh it's not the face. P- perspex it's thing, not yeah. not the face. 
I, saw I, I made the mistake of touching someone's BAFTA. The, oh my god, that sounds that sounds. Now you're not going to win it. <laughs> I'm never going to win. Yeah, that happened. It, who was it? It was the yeah. uh, the woman who'd won for oh that platform game, mm. Illumino City, mm. and uh, she was like, "Would you like to touch the BAFTA and just thrust it?" And I was like, "Ah!" <laughs> not saying that I'm ever going to win one, but just not. It happened to Andy Roddick. He did that advert where he had the Wimbledon trophy for an airline. It falls out of his the fucking thing above him, and he catches it. And then he lost match point to Roger Federer. That's all I'm saying. Championship point. Well, I've, t- my, I've touched a BAFTA. Like, yeah, but, my yeah, but aunt, that's fine because you know the it, person. It's, yeah. I'm just making and, up the rules now. And it's now. an actual BAFTA as well, not a, a games one. Yeah. yeah so, we're, I mean, we're, we're bragging go, about BAFTAs We're now. going after an actual BAFTA, not a games oh, BAFTA, yeah. right? So oh, like, okay. Yeah. Well, I've never touched a BAFTA, yeah. just so everyone knows. They're really heavy. You could yeah. kill a man with a BAFTA. They really mm. are. That's an offensive weapon. And then, mm. and then they just let people walk into like a yeah. party situation. And uh, I, just, I just remember the um, the spectacle of people in tuxedos dancing to Rage Against the Machine without any sense of irony. Oh, my God. It was just it was disgusting. It was absolutely disgusting. How do you dance to Rage Ian Dransfield cutting about in a jumper um but yeah nobody great. knows who that is jim nah, i know i know but 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 burns does and it was a, a little private moment yeah um, also I should say that a popular youtuber came out uh syndicate uh to present an award and immediately said oh, i was i'm finally glad to be here they've asked me the last three years but i finally got over from la and of course you know being pretty much majority british everyone's like Oh, shut up, mate! Could you, you hear? Like, this is loads ghost, of tuts. Yeah, ghost oh bastard! Like, yeah, fuck! Yeah. Who cares? And then he swore. Yeah, yeah. awful, Ooh. awful. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and then uh, a man who won many BAFTAs for uh, a game which yeah. I very much enjoyed. And then someone just pinged a lit fag at him. <laughs> The universal uh, British sign of disapproval. Sam, uh, Sam Barlow said made a joke which he thought was you know you know putting himself down and. All the other people who hadn't won BAFTA didn't take it very well at all. Mm. And there was a, a, he said, he said something along the lines of, "There's not enough." He said, "You guys are going to have to stop. There's not enough room under my chair to put." <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, yeah, everyone just went, <clears throat> <clears throat> apart from me, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but, "Yeah." So and, yeah, and, and then f- you resumed checking out everyone's watch game around you. Uh, uh, what, no, what was the watch and hair game like on the night? Was it? I mean, you can't really see a lot. There's a lot of purple yeah, yeah. in the room just because yeah. of the lighting. What was your, how was your watching hair game? I mean, I thought it was good. Mm. I thought it was good. You know, I, had I thought a dress... your hair game was good. I don't know anything about watches. Though. I had a dress watch on, didn't I? You can't be wearing yeah. a sports watch to a black tie event. Yeah, that's just a lot of people were <sighs> asking about your watch at the VGA. I'm sure. I'm sure. Were. Like, I think it was either Tim Schafer or David Braben. I can't remember, but but I saw like a, a winner last year going around with one of them old Casios on. I'm just fucking love it. Now. Nothing wrong with that, mate. I don't know. Like, anyway, yeah. right. Depends if it's the Bin Laden watch. <laughs> uh, right. Patreon, Patreon, Patreon. We're about to go and uh, do some questions that we have fielded from our Facebook group, uh, the Invite Only. Invite, we keep saying invite only. You can request an invite. It's not that exclusive, but it's uh, it's a private just like Facebook, the BAFTAs. It's a go. private Facebook group called Shuffsters. It's for uh, fans of video gamer. Uh, some of the staff are on it. We sometimes talk to people who are on there. By um, some, you mean you, Jim? Me and Alice. I'm on it a bit as well. I'm never going on there. Me and Alice. My soft skills are very high. I'll have you know. I spend a lot of time talking and interacting with our fans because I I, value them very much. I think Alice and I are probably the best ones to handle it. To be honest, Um, 
because uh, in terms of soft skills, I think we've got the best ones, definitely. Um, but but uh, no, there's, there's fair. Burns is making a face. Burns has got very good soft skills. He just chooses to deploy them well, in a different yeah, way. Exactly. <laughs> at, at the video game, I was, you know, very political. Um, you know, remembering things about people and then it's, it's yet them another later public on. event where people were just like, "Well, Burns isn't an asshole. This is." They're shocked and appalled. This really, is amazing. This it, is also disappointing for yeah. anyone yeah. who who's potentially who is new to the podcast and mm. has not listened to it before and has stuck around this long. We did as part of London Games Week, Video mm. Gamer did our own Video Gamer Awards. Oh, that's right. We were going to talk about that, which was uh, before the Baftas, night mm. before the Baftas, night, night before, and the was Baftas. better than the Baftas. I will say, much <laughs> much better. And then we went to yeah. a pub afterwards. A hundred. I had to walk one hundred and fifty people down. <laughs> down Kensington and like into one all bar one which yeah. was not expecting us and they'd closed down half the the entire place yeah and suddenly 150 that was lucky that we were so lucky that that place was in the so situation basically what happens like we all crammed in there was like a queue to get through the door because mm. there were so many of us trying to get in and get to the bar mm. and then this guy came up to us um and i suddenly saw like loads of staff were like running around suddenly this guy came up to us and was like can i just ask what's going on and i had no idea how to explain what happened. So I was like, so we're like a games website and we did like a, a fake award show down the road. Yeah, we're trying to give you money. Loads um, of it. But he was like, oh, right, okay. Because there were like a bunch of us had just finished our shift and we were still here. So we've just jumped back on. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Shit. Sorry, peeps. Yeah, but then we took up like an entire floor, basically. Yeah, that, that the, was mental because like everywhere I went, it was like, oh, ev- everyone in this building is here because of us. Apart from a bit later on when other people started coming in. But yeah, anyone wearing a open. suit kind of wasn't with us. <laughs> but apart was, from me. Apart from Ben. Apart from Burns. Separates though, not suit. There we go. And, uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was a great night. It was really, really good night. And the awards, um, it was uh, it was fun. Because <laughs> we all got a shot at presenting one or two. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, it went smoothly. I don't know. <laughs> It went pretty well. Miller displayed an ability to deal with hecklers that was frankly astounding. Yeah, it was really good. He and, should do uh, stand up, but like just stand up where people are showing. He's really, he's really good on stage. We're, we're discovering. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's fantastic. I think we all did a great job. Um, yeah, so. most people I spoke to said I was the highlight. Your your uh, <laughs> story was very good. Actually, very well yeah. delivered. Yeah. It nearly it nearly tanked the entire day, but yeah. then the punchline literally. Yeah, there was, I, mean, was I think it was about, just relief. It was all about the sat, wasn't it? Yeah, but deliberately yeah. played to my <laughs> my strengths of like <laughs> being quite dull and then surprising people. Um, but yeah, then we yeah we hung out for mm, probably like four hours, four out, or five hours yeah. in a pub. Mm, I didn't. I was out there as soon as possible. I'm pretty sure I was the last VG guy to leave. I'm yeah, I think sure. so because you were you were several gins deep. Oh uh, yeah, I was steaming. Uh, I was fucking, I was because I remember like my husband Jimmers was having a conversation with you and he was quite drunk. But <laughs> even he said that you were quite drunk. <laughs> I left at nine thirty, like a good boy. Mm. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it was the point where Burns was leaving, and I gave, I gave him a hug and told everyone how much I was like, "I love this boy." <laughs> and Burns was just like, "Nah, I'm out. Got to go now. <laughs> good luck with that, Jim." Yeah, we got like we got a lovely cake. We got a cake. Mm-hmm. We got people coming from all over from Italy. Someone yeah, from yeah. Sweden. Cake that we've definitely eaten all of. David, there is yeah, a big cake. There is still some left. No, we ate yeah. all of it. Definitely, it's all yeah. gone. It's lovely. Thank yeah. you very much. It was much. a very nice Lots cake. Of really good. I company. had quite a bit Lo- of it. Loads of people who you know we you know, who have been to a few of the events that we you know it was it was really cool to catch up with them again. 
Um, and uh, some of some of them are, are coming along to the community night on Friday yeah, as well. Yeah, so on Friday like, we're doing a lot. We're doing you know more events. And don't, just so. don't just turn don't up. Just turn don't up. just turn up. Don't just turn up. It's all booked. It's all. You're either coming nice. and you know you're coming. You've been told but you've got. But yeah, community yeah, yeah. Our events events are a thing yeah. that we are doing going you know, forward. So join Tom, the community, Tom has been researching the cheapest pizza place in Croydon mm. for for months, frankly, and. Uh, uh, I don't know how many yeah. pizzas do you need between 20 and 30 people. Oh, two, thir- 30. Two? <laughs> yeah. I might, I might just pop out and uh, and get a lovely dinner just down the road. Just let's, it, let's go to Nando. Let's all go to Nando. back up. <laughs> what's, it, what's it called? Albert's Table. Mm, that's, that's good. That good, good restaurant, that. Albert's Table. Yeah. It's, it's just down the Sounds road. Sounds like in, a Neil Gaiman book. It's not like yeah. dinner with Andre. <laughs> it, it does. When I, uh, when I saw where it was, before I joined the firm, mm. I, you know, it was a Christmas dinner. And, uh, I love how you refer to it as a, as a firm. Yeah. Sorry, I, not in the football factory sort of way. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was invited along. And yeah. I was like, shit, now we're into, in Croydon, what, a restaurant? Like, <laughs> like finding one in Sarajevo or something yeah, yeah. in the early 90s anyway <laughs> it turns out there's just this this amazing restaurant in the middle of loads of chicken shops <laughs> it's so fucking good like shit man this is this is really really upscale and really nice there's some there's some good shit in Croydon yeah. it's, it's surprising there's like some some bits of it have had money spent on them. I know uh, anyway uh, right before we move on to the questions I just wanted to point out because it just popped into my head that um, every time I hear Monarch Security from Quantum Break, I just imagine David Starkey running Securicore. Um, <laughs> that was vital that we all found out. Bit niche. Okay, uh, good. Uh, right, so, uh, Patreon, this podcast will be extended for people who are on the $5 plus tier on, uh, on in the VG Community Club. Um, as everybody knows by now who listens regularly, if you go to patreon.com forward slash video gamer, you will have access to and sign up obviously not just by going there um you will have access to a version of this podcast that is earlier and longer so most people and to get an idea of what the kind of quality is like most people say i pay for this but i don't actually like what you talk about it's kind of like that's not what most people it's like, say. It's if, if you want more I've, of what we talk about, I've but keep, I, lower quality, because at that point we're I like... I talk to people on the Patreon page. What is this page? sabotage? <laughs> what is this about? No, it's, it's very, obvious lies. It's very entertaining. Usually that, that's where like someone different might walk in and go, I want to talk, because I couldn't yeah. bother to do the full podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll do this extra 15 Like David Starkey. No, those weeks when I was DLC for about six weeks. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, if you want this longer and earlier, then... Uh, Plus other benefits such as Miller Report episodes and uh, early access to my Football Manager video series, for yeah. example, which yeah. you can get on Fridays if you're a patron. Which uh, your Football Manager series, which is turning into a, a, a critical darling, mm. I have to say. It is, I think it is doomed to be only a critical darling and not That's a fine. view success. Yeah, That's yeah. fine. Just imagine yeah. you're a new Hollywood director. We'll have to do a spin-off where it's just Burns screaming at Pez. Um, Burns movie reviews, isn't it? <laughs> me talking into the camera like um, this week on the Patreon. Me and Burns will be doing a video about Hardcore Henry um, and uh, other stuff. Uh, anyway, questions. We'll do a bunch of questions and then uh, and then we'll finish up and uh, and then we'll go on to the extended part. But first of all, Luke Russell says, um, "Oh yeah," and this is from the Chuffsters Facebook group. So if you want to search Facebook for Chuffsters and join it. Getting right, Luke Russell. If you could pick one game to play entirely from the perspective of the villain, which would it be? And this is asked for. This has been asked for a couple of people. 
In most video games, you are the villain. I don't really. Ooh. <laughs> but but you are yeah. like Uncharted. Um, I, but not even in a oh, you're not thinking about it properly, people. <laughs> but in a in a lot of very popular video games, you're not the nicest man or you know woman or dog or sentient car on the planet are you video games are predicated upon fucking mind-rending violence i mean you're already the villain because you bought the game and you know contributed monetarily exactly like when you're playing true crime streets of new york or whatever and you're playing a snoop dog walking down the street oozing people outside of fucking cinemas are you ever thinking to yourself you know i'm, I'm doing good here I'm, I'm, I'm a nice guy the, the monster is you exactly um but I don't. In mm. terms of serious answers, Quantum Break plays Lord Baelish. Uh, I guess I don't know. Um, I quite liked it because I'm well into Dragon Age, and mm-hmm. Dragon Age Inquisition reveals that like the bad guy all along was actually one of your party. And um, oh, cheers! Thanks for the spoiler. It's fucking like a year old. I'm like, gonna play that at some yeah, point. It takes a fucking decade to finish it. Was that nicked from fucking? I didn't the old say Republic. who it was. Yeah. Yeah, wow. I'm, I'm pretty sure you well, know. I'm gonna be, one, I'm gonna be looking for it now. No, I? No, I bet you won't guess. Um, you won't even play. And it, I'd Jim. quite like to play as that person because of the nature of that. Is it the baldy one? I'm not gonna tell you now because you made a big fuss. <laughs> um, Brian Gormley says, "Do you think Titanfall becoming multi-platform will turn it into a wildly more popular FPS IP?" Yes. There you go. Done. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I think it's on the cards, isn't it? Really. It's, uh, I played it at a review event. Loved it. Yeah. Gave it an eight. Never played it again. <laughs> so that was two days, which is pretty much the average I timeline. Think that's what everyone did. <laughs> uh, Good everyone game. Went, everyone, this is cracking. Let's never talk about it again. <laughs> <laughs> It's bizarre, really. It really is, because that, that game, people loved that game, but mm. it didn't stick around for No it. content. Yeah, basically. Um, Dan Cook asks, do you have a favourite game within a game, e.g. Liars, Dice, and Red oh, it's Dead? It's clearly Geometry Wars, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> that was in Project Gotham, wasn't it? It's obvious. That's, yeah. that's, again, just move on. Um, Gwent, he, he mentions Gwent in The Witcher 3 as an example, and that would be my pick. That's nah, not a real game, I though, never, is it? I never do any of them, really. Never bother. Do you ever, never do the mini games? No. Nah, well, I do mini, I just don't do mini games that are like card games and shit like San that. San Andreas had those cracking betting machines. Um, That's we, how you get the real wealth in, you, uh, you could bet on the horse, on the fake horse racing, yeah. and, all, and all the, all the fucking horses were called st- stuff like Dundee Slapper or yeah. whatever. I made myself a billionaire, uh, gambling in there i think i did as well yeah. <laughs> uh, right uh michael roaring i'm sorry if i mispronounced your name he says yesterday i turned 30 what now well it, like pretty much the same yeah mm. well a lot of people say that 30 is sort of when you, you start really sort of enjoying life a bit bollocks more. Mate, uh, <laughs> this is the thing people are so scared of turning 30 like you know you're living in a generation living in a time when you are the youngest 30-year-old that's ever lived. Like, a hundred years ago, you'd be well on your way. You'd be dead. Probably you'd, dead, yeah. yeah. Slate, of all places, ran a uh, ran a great piece once called You Only Live Twice, and it's what would have... If you were alive a hundred years ago, what would have killed you? So if you had an illness or you had a car accident, yeah, at yeah. what age would you have actually died because medical science wouldn't have... You know, and it's like... About 10 of the staff, like, shit, I'd have been dead at 15. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I got, I got viral meningitis dead. 
No, I was in a, I was in a car accident. Mm-hmm. Dead. I broke my leg falling out of a tree. Definitely dead. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So childhood asthma. I'm yeah, like, out. Done. See ya. Absolutely Polio done. gone. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. just don't worry about it because after a while now, in like ten years' time, everyone's going to realise that you can just upload your brain into the internet, <laughs> yeah, yeah. or you just get on the test. It's absolutely fine. <laughs> it's absolutely Here fine. We go. <laughs> I'm not sure Burns understands the test fully in terms of like I don't think it. Tr- trust like... me, I do. <laughs> He's done a lot of research. <laughs> He's been thinking about this for a long time. Um, so don't worry about it. Don't worry. Yes, the other I mean, depending on your situation, I think the stock answer is to get loads of shagging done. Tom Cruise is 54 years old. Tom Cruise. So, Tom Cruise. Got shit. a tooth in the middle of his head. Exactly. Uh, and, and he's made it work. Okay. And he's tiny. Like. Uh, Tarquin Redox <laughs> what <bollocks>. says. <laughs> what is. <laughs> says what is the best walking sim on the xbox one console which is a fair question but then he goes on to say i've just finished life is strange i'm assuming and and i'm looking for a heavy rain-esque game i'm I'm assuming those are unrelated statements because i don't i think think he means like do you life is strange is like a walk it's like you go through the story i mean you walk in it yeah but it's not like you don't shoot people (laughs) there's no like it's it's like a A narrative adventure interactive story isn't it i think Possibly confusing the genre of walking simulator with point and click. Well, if he wants an actual walking simulator, Mm -hmm. there's a game on Xbox One. I think it's called Lifeless Planet, maybe. Mm -hmm. It's about a spaceman that crashes on a planet somewhere. Didn't you review this, Tom? I did. You forgot the name of it. I did a video on Lifeless Planet. I did a video on the early access version, which was very gushing. And then you reviewed it. I think you were talking mostly nonsense. But. Yeah, it is okay mm-hmm. if you want just you just walk around. That's mostly what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you really want to walk, it's not a very good game. I mean, I talked about it with great reverence because it harkened back to an era of uh, of science fiction writing. Mm. You know, uh, what where the, nothing the, happens? Well, when where you you'd be talking about authors like Ray Bradbury mm. and uh, you know Isaac Asimov and um, and all those sorts of people. And I think I thought it it, it very much uh, reminded me of science fiction that, that that came before the moon landings because the the the, the tenor of science fiction changed a lot after that because it, mm. it became less about what's out there and more about how are we going to cock it up when we do get there um but uh but y- y- you disagreed and <laughs> just mm. said well yeah. no the game's shit yeah um and but no ha- i think i think that counts as a walking that is sim a walking there, sim essentially I think I, if if he's looking at like life is strange i think a lot of telltale games uh have mm. a similar kind of like the Walking Dead ones and the mm. Wolf Among Us and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of, of Telltale's recent output. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It, there are, there were plans to bring it to console, but I'm not sure if it will. But if it does come to Xbox One or if you have a PC, Dreamfall is pretty good. Oh yeah, Dreamfall uh, chapters. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, Dear Esther's coming to Xbox One and oh, other yeah. console mm-hmm. soon, isn't it? bit old now the ultimate walking simulator yeah, progenitor the uh were you walking around a fucking scottish island and not really doing much i mean um, that's literally why i ended up in london i mean everybody's exactly. gone to the rapture is that on it's not on xbox is it not? no, no. no. Oh, well there you go yeah um anyway uh eamon nolan says why are ea releasing titanfall 2 and the new battlefield at the same time do we know they are 
Um, I don't think anyone that, said that. This is what he thinks. Uh, we'll, I don't, I don't think they've just... said anything about release dates. No, they not. How do we know that on June 12th, when they do the, the reveal, mm-hmm. the proper reveal, they didn't just go, and time falls out now to download, motherfuckers. Mm. I, think they, I think they might have said they're the same quarter, maybe. <laughs> but they'll be. I'm sure they will be months apart. It's a video game show. It'd definitely be like that. <laughs> definitely. And then they'll bring out Peg all three. So, every, every and it'll t- be a lad wearing a... a, a suit jacket over a t-shirt i met i met someone quite recently uh i went to the pub with burns and two people he went to university with one of one of whom's his girlfriend and one of them did that fucking gun singing thing that he does (laughs) came out with something he thought was particularly clever and then went (laughs) (laughs) you tell me there's a group of people going about doing that fuck me would you in in the old days would you have conversations where you're all doing that at each other no but you know well like a fucking shootout in the world as a a pipe an idea shootout with with hugo the cricket jumping wearing uh, lad no i didn't much like hugo he wore red trousers (laughs) and then Um, there was then there was lawrence and he was a wanker they're basically all wankers T. Quillfelt. These names are not These real. Are not real. <laughs> um, says, is there a Pixar of games? Yeah, it's Nintendo. It's Nintendo. Let's move on. Andy Pandy <laughs> says... Um, Some of these are from Twitter as well, aren't they? What do you think... Of, yes, there's a mix of Twitter and Facebook. What do you think about all these 1.5 console update rumours? We talked about this loads before. They're not, so, they're not so much rumours. But he they? says good no. or bad, so we just have to like put a flag down. So, I'm fine because it annoys people. So good. I think... If it's handled well, good. Good. You gotta pick one. I mean, I guess good. No, good. <laughs> I, I'll go bad just for balance, and uh, the goods have it. Ghostwriter uh, says, or Drew Fox. Is that politics, Jim? You were just doing then. What, what are you talking about? Sorry. You said the goods have it. Was that politics? Uh, it was a bit of John Burko mm. party, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what are your favourite and worst <laughs> video game commercials? I used to love the Cyber Razor cut ad for the Mega Drive. I wanted to, I wanted to uh, ask this question uh, just to talk about the wonderful Super Nintendo ads that Rick Mail did back in the nineties, which the uh, house that Nintendo built are basically the, the the greatest fucking video game adverts of all time. Yeah, um, as far as I'm concerned, um, any of the Rockstar ads, the GTA Four one. Do you remember the week that? We, me and Burns were. Um, this was the first time I went to LA, but in 2014 when we went to E3, and it was just after we'd found out that Rick Mail had died. Oh yeah, and it put such a dampener on it. Yeah, it was really <laughs> it was, bad. It was. It, w- it wasn't a great one. I mean, we, I felt this is so stupid, but because I was thousands of miles away from home, I was like. I should be there. <laughs> <laughs> I should be back in Britain. I feel wrong being here when Rick, on the week that Rick Mail has died. Uh, like the, the comedy royalty. Yeah, it was bad. But the worst video game adverts are all the new ones. Like the old ones had that kind of, you know, pirate TV for Sega. Or mm. Sega does one, Nintendo. All that. Mm. They, they were actually, you know, they were okay. Mm. But, at least they had something about them. These these new ones are fucking disgusting. <laughs> like, you've got Disturbed covering a sound <laughs> of silence. Uh, it's just shite. It's they, just rubbish. They should have used that lad doing the karaoke of uh, Double with the Sickness instead. Honestly, would have been like, <laughs> yep. But then, uh, in terms of video game advertising, there's a big NeoGAF thread recently about what people used to get away with, especially in terms of sexism. Oh, yeah, I remember this. And it was, wow, some of so it good. is just shocking. But actually, hold on. The, all, the all-time best video game ad is the one for the DS, I think, <laughs> where it's two people 
one is on one side one's in prison and one is on the other side of the glass where they you know they go and talk and the person one person's got their hand to the glass and the other person's got their bare foot up while they're playing the ds <laughs> it's just this incredible surreal scene of a massive foot touching a hand because they because obviously they want to keep playing on the console right you know what nintendo that's really fucking good and then the rest of the adverts were about women getting chained to beds but you were playing game boy so you didn't really care <laughs> check them out fact oh my god it's... the worst one for me was that from that thread was that like a woman lying on a bed with like like giant versions of the ps4 buttons but they were like made out of flesh and oh, they had yeah. like like body hair and like little snail trails down the middle of that's yeah. classic sony weird from, like, is that ps2 or ps3 i can't remember ps3 i think yeah. they ps3 they went to like a weird that's like, horrendous yeah that, that, was, that was their like i mean that was their turning 30 and going a bit mental for <laughs> essentially welcome to the third place that was mm, the whole thing wasn't yeah. it, yeah. it was all the crying mad. baby yeah crying baby started listening one. to xtc again and uh <laughs> Um, I, I, you remember the, um, I'm not going to repeat the, uh, the gist of it, but the Bill Hicks routine about the coke mm-hmm. advert, it really comes yeah, to mind when the, you look yeah, at all it was of that, that. Wasn't it? Basically, basically I was that. Um, Adam says, has Jim ever had a Parmo, which, uh, if anyone doesn't know, is a delicacy in Teesside in the Northeast, uh, which is essentially breaded chicken fillet that's been fried and served with chips um which in any other part of the world is just a normal fucking thing but in hartlepool they've got a name for it yes i've had just fried is that does that come from like in america they call it oh it's like a breaded sort of in america they call it chicken parmesan right and they it's breaded chicken and they serve it with like pasta yeah it's it's just like it's it's just it's it's a thing it's but it's just normal food so it's just normal food so just ask has anyone ever taken upon themselves to make it chicken and chips yeah we have yeah. That's that's essentially that's essentially what I'm getting at. Is like I don't mean to be mean to the people of Hartlepool, but I do. I mean it's not I mean if that's your hang, that's not your hang. That's just a hang. It's not you know Why are you saying hang? Anyway. Um <laughs> it's, it's, it's what uh, Scottish people do. I was saying uh, Right, and very last one, Caroline White asks Ben Affleck, what's all that about? Because I've been going on You're about going ben fucking Affleck. mental about it. It's a bit weird, I'm not gonna lie. No, great. no, no. no. The, he's he's a very, You've very been, like, attractive... looking, looking wistfully at your computer screen <laughs> and then sort of like leave leaving the office all slowly, being like, Oh, he looks like... <laughs> He's a very attractive man. I don't understand I mean appreciating that. He yeah, but look... you've sort of you've been on it for a little while now, is what I'm saying. <laughs> that attractive i'm gonna get a big poster in the games room i think <laughs> never had those feelings about ben Affleck he's really before. tall isn't he he's very tall mm. he's extremely tall but but this... isn't there like a, a there's a graph going around that he's like the biggest fucking on-screen batman there's ever been yeah yeah but you... I've, I've, told you, I've mentioned this to a couple of you <clears> that i've read an article recently about how it is a thing now like that it will be built into a film's budget that their stars get like digitally enhanced frame by frame. They get made to look better. They get abs put in. They get. He does look taken a lot out. different. Like I think. Yeah. I think it's the fact that he's got like a five o'clock shadow. But I'm sure, as we talked about many times before, that is he's got he's wearing a hairpiece because someone was in Empire saying that he uh, not to cover any necessary baldness, yeah, yeah, but just to have but that just, look, just to have that look, yeah. Uh, yeah. And but uh, fuck me, what a hairpiece! Oh, I tell you what, keep that guy's you number. See, back, see, you see what I mean, right, Tom? It's like yeah. it's it's. Good tailoring. The man looks. In, the man looks fucking. I want to watch. He the is film. a movie star. I so want his job is to, I think, partly. I, I want to watch the film again. I want to watch the three-hour cut. Just, just, yeah. just I think part of my because like, I don't see it. I don't. I mean, he looks good, but I don't think he looks that good. I don't think he looks as good as you seem to think he does. Just 
I don't. I don't. How do you I don't think he looked that. in Gone Girl? Were you pleased never, in never his look? Never seen Gone Girl. Never seen. Because well, he looks no, no, more as, I, as I said, I've never, I've never thought of Ben Affleck like this before. And it was like, but in that film, it's like. <laughs> but part me. of it's due to a lot. A lot of it's due to his tailoring. I know that sounds yeah, like. Yeah. But a lot of it is due to what he's wearing. Yeah. And, yeah. and the hair. I mean, if you want to see old Ben Affleck, stick on mall rats. <laughs> he's fat. Firstly, he's about eight feet tall. <laughs> yeah. And he looks great. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And I know he's only about, what, 22 years old or something there. Ben Affleck just used to look shit. Like, yeah. He used to look like a writer, because he was. Yeah, and like, and now, he just, now he's the fucking the most attractive Bruce Wayne there's ever fucking <laughs> That's because they said, listen, mate, can you just get in the fucking gym? And then we'll put the abs on afterwards. Like, yep. Get, get in the test, get banged on the fucking... Well, I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I wouldn't say that about, about Ben Affleck. <laughs> Um, anyway, so uh, thanks for that, Caroline. <laughs> but um, just give me another chance to talk about it more publicly. That's why you put it in about how it? I now fancy Ben Affleck, um, but only in, in, but only for those two and a half hours. It's well, that is fine. It's fine for you know a heterosexual man to be attracted to another heterosexual man, whatever. Not but attracted to him. Just find him very attractive. There's a, di- well, there's a difference. Well, just... like, very thin line there. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. <laughs> It's like, but I'm just saying, I just, it seems to have become quite a fixation recently. That's nah, because I just keep looking at him. Oh, you got a picture in your wallet yet? I keep looking at him, going, "How the how 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 do I do that? How, uh, I, think how, got, I think the gym. How much money <laughs> would it? How much money would it cost to look like that? Yeah. How much time and effort? And That's then the I, thing, think, I think I think to myself, like at a push, I've got another twenty years before I'm. Like, anyway um, right that's the end of the podcast if you want more of it if you want an extended and early version as we were talking about earlier go to patreon.com forward slash video gamer sign up for the five dollar plus tier but you'll be getting above. next week we're talking about next week you now because we'll if you're listening week's... to this on the normal one you I mean you can still go back and listen you, you to do, it you will have access to all the longer ones yeah. as well like you know we don't we don't well, anything off featuring the famous Daphne and Celeste uh, versus the infamous Pantera. Daphne and Celeste's conversation, which has become uh, become a bit of a running thing. You know, what? I don't um, think I've ever listened to that back. I think seeing it live was enough. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, I mean, my, still confused as to how Dave can't uh, struggle to anyway. Remember, anyway. You know. <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, if you want, uh, and also more videos, early videos, stuff of that nature. Uh, check out the Video Gamer Community Club. So as I say, patreon.com forward slash video gamer. Uh, we're about to shoot off if you're on the on the normal podcast, uh, but if you're on the extra one, we will come back for another 20 minutes or so. Just before we go, I want to remind you that the Video Gamer UK podcast was sponsored this week by Treybro, the matchmaking app for gamers. That's Treybro, T-R-E-Y-B-R-O. And their app's available on iOS and Android right now.